Welcome to Test Don't Guess, the podcast created for unlicensed health practitioners who love chatting about functional lab testing. I'm Jensen, your host. I'm a functional nutritional therapy practitioner, developer of the HTMA analysis app, and creator of the Instant HTMA Professional course. But here, I'm just your curious colleague who wants to know all about the functional lab tests that you're using, how you learn to properly interpret them, and how incorporating labs has impacted your confidence and your practice. In this season of Test Don't Guess, we're going to talk with practitioners, course creators, and lab experts to help you navigate the world of functional testing, and I am super glad you're here. Remember, this is a podcast intended for learning purposes only, and it does not provide professional legal or medical advice. I'm really appreciative of you taking time today to talk with me. I am very interested in PCOS just in general. I love that that's what your focus is. Mm -hmm. And um, I think there's a lot of misunderstanding around it. I think there's a lot of people going undiagnosed and Mm -hmm. also people being improperly diagnosed. Mm -hmm. Is that right? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just, I can't wait to dive into all this with you. So Tell me a little bit about yourself and your practice and Mm -hmm. kind of what brought you into functional medicine in general. Yeah. So it definitely all started with my own health issues. I hadn't been having digestive issues literally since I was like five years old and had seen all of the conventional doctors and tried all of the lab testing. I mean, conventional lab testing and been offered medications and like nothing worked, you know, and I didn't really want to go that route. So when I was like 24, I think. I just like stumbled across an Instagram page of a nutritional therapist and I had never even heard of that before. And she was describing like every single symptom I had. I had been diagnosed with PCOS. I had the chronic digestive issues. I had chronic fatigue. I had joint pain. Like I was barely functioning essentially. And so I went out on a limb and I worked with her and within, I hadn't had my period for two years, I think because of the PCOS, it had been a really long time. And of course the doctor said, you know, you can take birth control. That's your only option. And I had just been on birth control for eight years and then I got off and then got the diagnosis. So I was like, I'm not going to go back on. Right. And then within two months of working with a nutritional therapist, I got my period and within like, I don't know, maybe three or four months, I just felt like a totally different person. And I had worked with like acupuncturists and other alternative medicine that had kind of helped, but nothing moved the needle for me, like nutritional therapy did. So I was just like, so inspired and I felt like I had my life back. And then I decided to go back to school for it, um, to help people with the same things. That is awesome. What Mm -hmm. kind of things were different from the nutritional therapy approach to the other alternative, you know, medicine ways that they were recommending? What do you think really moved the needle for you? I think it was just so individualized. Like that's what it was for me was that my nutritional therapist was like, okay, these are all the foods I want you to focus on. These are the foods I want you to temporarily eliminate. These are your specific supplements. Whereas I felt like, you know, conventional medicine's totally diagnosis medication, like generalized. And then even like, I love acupuncture, but I even felt like that was kind of generalized. It was like, oh, like this point connects to this. So I'm going to give you this supplement, you know? So I just felt like it was so bio-individual. That was like number one. 
And it was also that she really implemented a lot of lifestyle changes. Like I didn't realize before working with her that I was chronically stressed out 24 seven. I was just like running on empty, which is a huge reason why I didn't have my period for two years. And um, she just really broke it down for me and explained to me like how important it is that I slow down and that I can't be living like that anymore if I want to feel better. And so I totally like did a whole 180 on my lifestyle. I like barely drink alcohol anymore. Whereas back then I was still kind of partying a lot. I drink a lot less caffeine. Um, I actually make time for stress management practices, whereas I didn't before. So yeah, it was, it was all of that, I guess. Yeah. That's awesome. Did she run any functional tests on you or was it just nutritional therapy? She did. She did the GI map. Um, and she did the MRT food sensitivity test. Oh, great. Okay. Mm -hmm. So is that what you use in your practice too? Yeah. Those are two of the tests that I use for sure. Those are more like for really intense digestive issues. Um, women that have PCOS, I do like to at least do the GI map. I don't always recommend the MRT. It kind of depends on what's going on, but yeah, those were really helpful for me because I had, I don't know how familiar you're probably pretty familiar with the GI map. I had something going on in like every category. Like I had a parasite candida dysbiosis. Like I had everything, which is why I felt so terrible. And we wouldn't have known that unless we did testing. Yeah. (laughs) But conventional medicine said, you're fine. Here's some medicine. Literally unbelievable. I'm I'm 24 and I feel like I'm dying. This is not fine. (laughs) Exactly. Oh my gosh. I just love these tests. I love them so much. They give us such insight into what's actually happening and we're able to actually address it. And Mm -hmm. I just am amazed at it. I love it. So what other, I guess, so you're working with clients that have PCOS. That's typically Mm -hmm. what you're working with. Mm -hmm. Um, but they also have other symptoms that Mm -hmm. they don't realize are correlated. And so, um, you're focusing on their gut first with potentially a GI map, but do you run any other sorts of tests? What else do you find helpful for PCOS specifically? Yeah. So I really like the expanded female hormone panel. I don't know if you've heard of that one. It's not as widely used. It's, um, I know that the Dutch is kind of like the one that most functional medicine uses. And I think the Dutch is great, but I prefer the, the abbreviation is EFHP. So I'm not saying like the whole long name, um, but it's by the company Diagnostics. And I really like that one because it's basically a saliva test and you have the woman take saliva samples at different days during her entire cycle. And then you send it in and then you're able to get a graph of like her progesterone levels and her estrogen levels throughout the entire month. So you can see, okay, are they way too low during her follicular phase or her luteal phase? Is she producing enough progesterone to ovulate? Like it gives you a really, really comprehensive snapshot of what's going on. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's one of the drawbacks of the Dutch complete. I know Mm -hmm. that it's just one day and you can guess on which they tell you do it between days like 19, 20 or 21 Mm -hmm. of your cycle. But you don't know if you maybe ovulated late or whatever, and then you're going to get completely different results and you're going to analyze them completely differently. Mm -hmm. So it makes a lot of sense with the way that our hormones fluctuate throughout the month to get numbers throughout the month. So I love, I love that. Cause I've always thought about that from like a serum perspective too, with blood. Mm -hmm. I always thought, why is an endocrinologist not having me at, like, if I'm having issues with 
my cycle. Why are they not telling me to go get my blood done on day, you know, four, day totally. 14, day, like mm-hmm. and they don't even tell you a certain day to go to begin with. They're just like, well, go get these labs done. We don't know. We're not going to track where you are in your cycle. Cause mm-hmm. as long as you're in the optimal or in the normal range, we mm-hmm. don't, we don't care. <laughs> so totally. totally. And I think they just don't know. Yeah. You know, that's just not how they were trained, unfortunately. Right. Yeah. I know. I think I've said this before on the podcast, but I truly don't understand what they were trained in if they weren't trained in them. <laughs> That's a really <laughs> that good is, point. <laughs> that is like my constant question of what are they learning if yeah. not the most basic physiology? <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. Cause they're not trained in nutrition really either, you know, and that correlates with your cycle and your hormones so much as well. So right. That's a really good question. Yeah. So when you get that information back, mm-hmm. um, what, are there any common patterns that you're seeing with people who have been diagnosed PCOS? Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. A lot of women with PCOS have difficulty with ovulation. So I'll see a lot of low progesterone levels. Um, I do see a lot of estrogen dominance, whether that's like excess estrogen in relation to progesterone or just too much estrogen in general. I see high testosterone. Sometimes I'll see high DHEA. Those are kind of like the telltale signs for PCOS that I'll see. Okay. And so what are you able to do with that information? Do you focus mostly on food or are there certain supplements that will help the, Mm -hmm. you know, at certain phases in their cycle? How does that work? Totally. So I always start with the gut. So I will like, for most clients, actually, I start with just the GI map. I will really only implement the EFHP. If like we've done the GI map, we've done a gut healing protocol and maybe things have moved, like the needle has moved enough that their gut is feeling better, but they're still having hormonal imbalances. Then I'll implement the EFHP because Mm. it is a commitment to like take your saliva samples for an entire month. (laughs) And a lot of women with PCOS have irregular cycles too. So some of their cycles are really, really long. Um, so I always start with the gut and definitely specific supplements based on whatever they have going on. If it's an overgrowth or if they need, you know, digestive enzymes or need help with estrogen detox, any of that. And then with the EFHP specifically, sometimes I'll use, you know, it depends what shows up if they have like low progesterone, sometimes I'll use Vitex or Chase Berry, something like that. I have some really good supplements that I like to recommend for, um, like helping push estrogen detox, making sure that their detox pathways are open for the testosterone. I have some supplements as well, but I would say like one of the big, two of the biggest things for PCOS are the gut and then blood sugar. So making sure that in their diet, that they're eating enough protein, enough fat, you know, that their blood sugars balanced all around, that they're managing their stress, that they're not like, go, go, go all the time. Cause I can almost guarantee that's one of the reasons why I had PCOS because I was like that. Mm-hmm. And I would say like almost all of my PCOS women are very like high achievers, type a perfectionistic. They just are doing a lot and they're super, super busy. So mm-hmm. teaching them to slow down and balance up blood sugar is crucial. Yeah. I know we didn't, I didn't ask you this in a, you know, in the email, but mm-hmm. I am curious just because of my own experience with it right now, have you used the, any of like these CGMs with any of your clients mm-hmm. at the continuous glucose monitors for helping give them more information about their blood sugar? I haven't. No, I've heard really good things, but I haven't. Yeah. I actually just became an affiliate where I was mm-hmm. like accepted as an affiliate, which I was very excited about from mm-hmm. the one called very V E R I. And, um, I think it's like the most affordable one. And just because it gave me such good information on 
the way my body responded to different types of carbs Mm -hmm. and things that work really great for other people are terrible for me. And (laughs) yeah, and it was so interesting. And so now I'm like, I'm trying to figure out, I feel like, I feel like this should be really worked into a lot of our kind of protocols with people of Mm -hmm. giving them that information about their body. Cause certain things affect certain people's bodies differently. And it's like the most ultimate bio-individual approach to blood sugar that you could ever have. The only issue is, and I want to talk with them about this. Mm -hmm. um, There were certain things, my husband and I, my my husband did one too. Mm -hmm. And we would eat something that wasn't good. And we're like, it's for science. Like we have to (laughs) test it. It's for science. Uh And, um, but sometimes it would come back as a really great score. Cause they give you, they like analyze the data based on, you know, the, the fluctuations and it's a scale of one to 10 and 10 is the best. Mm-hmm. And my husband had just a piece of cake with nothing else, like <sighs> no, no protein, no nothing. And he got a 10, like oh it was God. the most perfect meal for him. <laughs> and so we were like, okay, like, obviously you can't eat cake all the time, but maybe you were in such a nice relaxed state that your blood sugar was fine with it, but it is just interesting to see. So I was just curious if, if you do find that blood sugar is a big piece of, um, working with people with PCOS, you might want to consider, um, trying out some CGMs with some people. Cause it's very interesting. Yeah. I've been wanting to get into it. I just haven't added it to my toolbox yet, but that's really good to know. I'll check out that brand too. Yeah, definitely do. Um, so let me think, um, can you talk with me about any, do you have like a specific client that comes to mind where if you hadn't run a GI map or any of the other testing that you would have gone in a completely wrong direction with them? Like, was there something that the GI map showed you that you're like, holy moly, I would have never known. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. I would say like, So when I first became a nutritional therapist, I didn't, I obviously didn't know how to do testing yet or anything like that. So I was really just focusing on food with clients. And one of my first clients, um, she actually had PCOS and we were able to really move the needle in terms of her fatigue and like helping to regulate some of her digestion, but she was still really just like experiencing a lot of weird bloating and we couldn't figure out why. And her periods were still totally irregular. So even though she felt better, she wasn't feeling like as good as she could, you know? So we did the GI map, we did the EFHP. Um, and we saw that she just had like a lot of dysbiosis going on that was very obviously contributing to the bloating. And if I hadn't been trained in testing and if I hadn't known how to do that, I don't know how I would have gotten her past that point. It would have kind of been like, okay, like you feel kind of better, but the problems aren't fixed, you know? So that was really helpful for that. And then by doing the gut healing alone, her hormones started to regulate more on the EFHP, we did see that she was really not producing enough progesterone, like at all. It was very, very low. So we used Vitex for a little while and that really helped. And then after we finished like all of that, her periods regulated, bloating went away, like everything kind of stabilized to where she wanted it to be. And I just know that we would not have been able to do that without both of those tests. Cause I never recommend Vitex or like anything for estrogen dominance. Like I never recommend anything hormone related unless I test, you know, or same with the gut. Like I wouldn't recommend something for dysbiosis if I don't know what's going on, you know? Yeah. You need to know which bacteria are overgrown and what's going on before just throwing a random protocol at it. 
Totally. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, where did you get your training for GI map? I'm guessing RWS because of the MRT, but um, yeah. I figured I would ask. Yeah, I did level one and two through RWS. So level one was the GI map, MRT, and then level two was the EFHP. And then they also trained us in the Dutch and in uh, various adrenal testing as well. Okay. Are you planning to continue with them? That's a great question. I actually took um, Michael Rutherford's uh, blood chemistry and I loved yeah. it. So I just, I just passed. I'm, nice. I'm now a functional blood chemistry Congrats. specialist. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. It was a great course. Oh yeah. So much. And now I feel like I have a huge, another tool in my toolbox to use, which is yeah. great. Um, so I don't know if I'll continue because with RWS, the level three is the blood chemistry. And so now I feel like I've already kind of got that one. And then level four, they go into a lot of other really like more chronic things going on, like chronic viral patterns, mold, like things going on with the brain. Um, and in order to get to level four, you have to take level three. So I might at some point, it's not really on my radar right now. Yeah. I mean, you have some really great tools, mm -hmm. especially with the GI map, the Dutch and, and obviously the EF, it's called EFP, right? Your EFHP, EFHP. Mm -hmm. EFHP. Mm -hmm. Um, and now blood chemistry. So are you incorporating blood chemistry now? I'm just starting to. Yeah. 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 It's a it little, like a it's a little overwhelming. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And it's so different than how I've done things in the past, you know, yeah. cause I almost always do a GI map with a client unless they really have like no, uh, GI symptoms going on. You know, if it's like a very, if it's a client that's like, Oh, I just want to know how to eat healthier, you know, then we won't do a GI map. But I would say like 80% of my clients, we start with a GI map. Um, so for the blood chemistry piece, I really only do it if it's clients that have had like really, really, really chronic things going on. And maybe they can't afford a GI map, then we'll do blood chemistry instead, or maybe they've done a GI map in the past. And so we have to look deeper. Those are kind of the situations I've been incorporating it. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Very good. Um, so what would you say is the number one piece of advice that you have for a brand new practitioner? that just graduated with maybe mm -hmm. NTP or some sort of health coach certification? That's a great question. Um, I would say definitely don't be afraid to put yourself out there and don't be afraid to try new things and just like jump in. I remember when I got trained in testing, like the first like level one of RWS, I was super nervous. <laughs> I'm like, how am I going to know what I'm doing? Like, I feel like they really, really prepare you, but still with your first, like first few clients with testing, it's still very nerve wracking. Um, and what I really appreciated is that they told us to like, just start right away. Like right once we learned the GI map, we weren't even done with the course yet. And they're like, start using it on your clients. If you have questions, like we're here. So I jumped in right away and I had a lot of clients that really could benefit from it at the time. So, um, I would say just don't be afraid to jump in and start trying things. And that's the only way that you're going to learn is by yeah. doing. Yeah. How do you feel that incorporating these, this type of testing into your practice, how has it affected your practice? It's been a total game changer. Honestly, it's like, I've always been huge on testing and I know that some practitioners don't feel that it's really necessary. And I personally totally disagree with that. I think that it is so necessary in like most cases, I think yeah. not everyone needs it, but 
more than half my practice does for sure. And I know that for me, when I did the testing, that was what really moved the needle for me. So I would personally pick a practitioner that was very, very well-versed in testing versus one that didn't know any testing because I would want to have like all of the information that I could possibly have about what's going on in my body. Yeah. So I feel like it's been totally a game changer for my practice. Great. Great. How is your practice structured? Yeah. Like how do I work with clients? Mm-hmm. So I typically do packages. Um, like I'll start with a three month package and I would say for a good amount of clients, that's enough time, but it depends on how long they've had issues going on. So for more of like the chronic issues or people that just really want to take their time, if they're more sensitive and we need to ease into things, then we'll stretch it out to like four or five, six months. But yeah, that's typically how I do it. Um, and within the three months, we'll do like a big call at the beginning. Once I have all their test results, so we can go over everything. Then we'll do a call in the second month and a call in the third month. And then in between the calls, I have them fill out like an email check-in so I can see how they're doing and they can talk about things that they need to work on or that they're doing really well at. And then I do, I use practice better. So I do I was like limited, ask you. Yeah. Yeah. And limited like message support, you know, in between. Oh, that's good. That's really good. I like, um, I like that it's, it's less hands-on time for you, but it's still Mm -hmm. a lot of one-on-one support for them. Mm -hmm. It sounds like it's a good balance for your work-life balance and with being able Mm -hmm. to help them. So it sounds like you've kind of found that. Is this how you've always done things? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I also have a second business. So I split my time between the two of them. So it's worked really well for me. Wow. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well then where can people find you if they're interested in maybe working with you mm-hmm. um, or they just want to learn more? Yeah. So my website is nourishhealbalance.com. And then that's also my Instagram. It's just at nourishhealbalance and across like all social media, Pinterest, um, Twitter, LinkedIn, you know, like everything it's just at nourish Heal balance. So super simple. Perfect. Well, we'll definitely put that in the show notes. And is there anything coming up that you, you know, like to promote or anything that you're doing? Um, my goal, it, it hasn't happened yet, but my goal is before the end of this year, I'm going to start building my first self-led course on how to heal your gut. So for people that really want to go out there on pace, or maybe they can't afford to work one-on-one, um, I want to launch that like beginning of next year is my goal. So yeah. that's something that'll be in the works. That's awesome. Are you planning on incorporating testing into that? Will they get a GI map from you? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, I really want to talk more with you about that. Once you, mm-hmm. you know, have that, I just decided a couple of days ago that the month of October, I'm going to be interviewing people for this podcast that specifically have group programs that they're mm-hmm. using functional labs in. Oh, cool. And so, because everybody's doing it differently and mm-hmm. I, I'm a big fan of the course structure Mm -hmm. of, you know, putting people in charge of their own, uh, doing something self-paced and like putting it more on them that like you have to do the work for this. Mm -hmm. Um, and so there's a lot of really great things that would come with a group program and then being able to incorporate the lab testing. I just don't, haven't quite figured out how people are doing it where you're still giving them that individual attention, but it's not burning you out you know, totally. totally. Yeah. I guess I'm going to figure it out (laughs) as I build my course. (laughs) Yeah. Well, make sure you turn tune in in October and you might get some (laughs) good info from these people. So I'm excited. I want to dive into that further with 
anybody who's um, doing that. Cause I think that there's a really big market there for that. Totally. totally yeah. agree. I see some practitioners doing that and it looks like it's going really well for them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking this time to talk with me. It was really fun to get to know you. All right. That is it for today. Thank you so much for joining. You can find me at testdon'tguess on Instagram or testdon'tguess.org, or you can check out the free private Facebook group called Test Don't Guess Functional Lab Chats to go ahead and continue this conversation. So until next time, always keep learning and stay curious. When someone sends me two HTMA tests and asks why they haven't seen much change, my first question is always, are you using Vicon? Vicon is the supplement company that I truly can't stop talking about inside our instant HTMA professional community, and here's why. With Vicon, you're able to customize a supplement blend based on your client's HTMA test, complete with the client's name printed right on the label. So no more generic solutions or piecing together massive, complicated, and expensive protocols. Practitioners love Vicon because it wipes out supplement fatigue, which leads to real, tangible results. And clients love it because it's so simple to take, whether they choose the powder or the pills. And most importantly, they're able to experience the magic of getting the right nutrients along with crucial cofactors for their body. All you have to do as the practitioner is choose a base formula, Customize it using over 25 different properly sourced options like extra potassium or liver support. And you can even whip up a custom prenatal or support breastfeeding moms. The possibilities are truly endless. And then just to make sure that the blend is perfect, you can always set up a quick consult with the amazing Vicon team and they are happy to help. So if you're ready to revolutionize your approach to supplementation, grab our free Vicon guide and sign up for your own free Vicon account and let them know that you heard about it from Test Don't Guess. Check out the link in the show notes to get started.